Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Rock flag and eagle. All right, welcome back to Chairgating, your NASCAR podcast for twenty nineteen. Is Rattlesnake live in Austin, sitting next to once again the NASCAR YouTube star? Can I say that? I sure. Superstar, YouTuber, superstar. You add super in front of it makes me, <laughs> makes me blush. This is uh, Eric Estep. Uh, why don't you give a shout out for all your social medias and YouTubes and whatnot? <laughs> yeah, my all my all my YouTubes are everywhere. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm Eric. I have a YouTube channel. I have a show called Out of the Groove where I talk about NASCAR on <laughs> these days. It's almost a daily basis. I never thought I'd be a daily uploader, that, but that's almost <laughs> what I am now. Uh, but yeah, Twitter at Eric Estep uh, seventeen in honor of my favorite driver Matt Kenseth. So I always feel like I have to get that out of the way because the, <laughs> otherwise people, whenever I start like I'll start talking about NASCAR and immediately reference something Matt Kenseth or they'll be like, he's just Matt Kenseth. He's like a, you know he's an average driver. You know, whatever. It is. And I'm like you have to understand that's like for like twelve years I was a Matt Kenseth fan then a NASCAR fan. Now I've transitioned to just a racing fan in general. So it's it's a hard transition. That's me. It, yeah, it's it's weird too. While you're on the subject, I feel like I'm becoming more of just a NASCAR in general fan. Yeah. The more I cover NASCAR, it's very strange. Mm-hmm. So I, I can understand that. It's a weird transition, but yeah, it it's it's just it just happens. I think it's happened to a lot of people with with big favorite drivers leaving. People either are realizing that they're more a fan of the driver than the sport, or people are like, hey, the sport's still really darn fun, and and that's why a lot of people seem to stick around. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, unless you're. Uh, Kyle Busch fan or Harvick fan, maybe, uh, <laughs> with your driver only winning maybe one race a season. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of hard. Yeah, you just kind of kind of... I'm just a racing fan. I like watching cars go in circles. And exactly. That's the, that's the entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, so we are here talking NASCAR since the season's about to start. Uh, we're among the limited group of millennials that <laughs> like NASCAR. So I want to just jump right into it and talk about... I wrote an article on bellyupsports.com. 
prediction rankings for the best NASCAR teams for 2019. And I kind of wanted to go over that list, and I've shown you the list. Mm -hmm. So I feel like you agree with some, maybe disagree with a few. Yes. So we'll just dive right into that. Uh, The number one team that I think for 2019 is Team Penske. Yeah, and and I I, I think I agree. Last year I thought Stuart Haas Racing was the best team, but this year you know they they got rid of Kurt Busch and they're placing it with Daniel Suarez, which is probably going to be a little bit of a downgrade. I'm also worried. I am worried in general, though, about the Fords. You just never know after Chevy switching last year was such a debacle for them for most of the season. It's like, are the Fords still going to be as strong as they were last year? Because you had Stuart Haas dominate most of the season, and then a Penske guy won the championship. But I feel like as far as like a complete team, they only have three guys at Penske, but they're all probably in the top 10 best teams. Keselowski and Logano, arguably top five. Like Good chance at least one of them makes it to Homestead, so... Yeah, I think it's hard to go against Penske right now. Yeah, and that's kind of what I was thinking when I when I listed them at one was most of the teams have their top guys and then their lesser guys. Yeah, right. And uh, they are a Penske's a stacked team with only three guys. Mm-hmm. They cut out the fat. And granted, Ryan Blaney is not as good as Kozlowski yeah, or not, Logano. That's not obvious, yet at least, yeah. right? But to your point, like you were just saying, I think Ryan Blaney's a future superstar. I mean, mm-hmm. he seems like a great driver. So they got the young guy that I think is going to be really good in the future. That's a playoff driver, I think, this year. Yeah. And then Kozlowski and Logano. Both who, former champions. Yeah, and both could Recently. compete for the yeah. 2019 championship, given if the if the Mustang goes over well. Yeah, and not to mention their owner just got voted into the Hall of Fame. So. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think about <laughs> there that. There you go. Like, that's tough. To, they're stacked. <laughs> Random question, uh-huh. and I could easily look this up, but since we're talking on a podcast, I'm just going to ask you. Mm-hmm. Is the Penske Moving Trucks, is that the same company? I, yes, I believe so. That's, okay. That's, yeah. I, I think always, that's where he got his riches to then go That's what I always thought, racing, I and I was talking to my wife about it the other day, <laughs> and we were like, I was like, I think so, but yeah. I'm not positive. Anyway, has nothing to do with it. But moving on, and if you hear us making sipping noises throughout this whole thing, we are feeding into the stereotype of Mountain Dew fans. So we are drinking Mountain Dew. (laughs) And also my phone just buzzed. I'm getting breaking news. I'm like Adrian Wojnarowski, you know, in the NBA, just getting breaking (laughs) news reports over here. No, actually, it was just a text. (laughs) Unrelated. Uh, Number two, I got Joe Gibbs. Yeah, and it's, it's, yeah, it's, you know, we talk about Stuart Haas. I hate to keep referring to Daniel Suarez as a downgrade, but that is really what he is. He's a, he, they've replaced it. Joe Gibbs Racing. They put Truex in his car. That's a serious upgrade. That's a huge you know, upgrade. So, so it's a, it's a shame that Daniel Suarez is really impacting these rankings as heavily as he oh, is. Oh, he is. But, He's the main reason. But for, yeah, no. Yeah. Joe Gibbs Racing. They have three guys. I, I don't know. They might have four real legit people. I don't know how Hamlin or Eric, or and Eric Jones are going to do. Like, that's my only question mark. I'm. I like Eric Jones. I think Eric Jones. Honestly, Who doesn't like Eric? He Jones? flew under he's the so radar. So likable. Yeah, he, oh, he's, <laughs> he hasn't done anything to really no. annoy anyone yet. Uh, he also hasn't probably done anything to like win over a lot of fans yet. But you know, at some point, he did. He had the mullet. I think a lot of people yeah. liked the mullet yeah. last year. He needs to go back to that. Yeah, yeah. I, I do think. I, I don't know. I, I'm intrigued as to who's going to have the better season, Eric Jones or Denny Hamlin, because I feel like everyone's talking about Christopher Bell in the Xfinity series. Like he's the next big superstar. He's got to find a spot somewhere. So I feel like whether what no matter what their contracts say, all the people at Joe Gibbs Racing right now know they have to be at the top of their game, or else there there's a risk that they're going to be out of a ride. I mean, Joe Gibbs, they, they kicked Matt Kenseth out. You know, he, the guy who was still winning races, won a championship in yep. his career. Oh, oh nope, we got to get rid of you for Eric Jones to have a spot. You know, so. I, I just think all these guys have a lot of pressure on them. And then, of course, Martin Truex Jr. is a recent champion. They've just gotten better. So 
Yeah, that's the thing too. Is they replaced Daniel Suarez, who appeared to be a you know decent driver. Okay, I, I'm I still not sold on him. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't think he's that great. He's a fine enough driver. He can get you sponsors. But they replaced him with top four, top five best driver yeah. currently. And I think what the most important thing is they also brought over his crew chief Cole Pern. Yeah. So that's also important. Right. Yeah. yeah you got to keep those two together. I mean that that setup right there. One of the best cars in NASCAR. They obviously have Kyle Busch who. You could argue oh, yeah. is the best driver in NASCAR mm-hmm. right now, um, and Denny Hamlin. I think what you said is a really good point. It it's going to be a weird season if Denny Hamlin has a lesser season than Eric Jones because I think that solidifies Denny Hamlin is kind of falling out of it. Yeah, it would it would kind of like we've seen how Kurt Busch is. He's still good, but he's sort of on the back end of his career. Yeah. Jimmy Johnson, I know it seems like he's kind of he's good, but he's on the back well, end of Denny his career. Denny Hamlin didn't even get a win. Yeah, Denny Hamlin didn't win last. It's his first year. season ever not I to know. get a win. So I mean, it's just he's gonna have to. I shouldn't say he has to step it up in a big way. He still made the playoffs last year. Still looked good. He's for never won a championship, but, yeah. which is kind of I don't know, kind of surprising when you stop mm-hmm. and think about it because you're like Denny Hamlin's a really good driver. He's yeah. never won. He's been in the league for a while. I think it's also because Jimmy Johnson. He's been I, racing I, at the same it's, time. It's, as yeah, Jimmy you Johnson. run in the. It's like golfers playing with Tiger Woods. You know, you, you, right? It's it's tough when you're in an era uh, with a guy like Jimmy Johnson. There's a lot of good drivers that never won championships, like Biffle, Carl Edwards, Hamlin's one of them. More yep. recently, we've seen, especially with this new format, how it's given guys like Harvick, who never won during Johnson's era, uh, 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 Truex, who never won during Johnson's era. They're starting to break through now. Logano as well. This honestly, 2019 might be Hamlin's last, you know, great shot at a championship. That's what I'm thinking as well, actually. Mm-hmm. And I think it's Eric Jones. It's his time to start coming up, and I think he will. Yeah. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. But regardless, they have a stacked team through and through. They have all playoff quality drivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, third, I got finally Stuart Haas racing. Yeah, and they dropped. It is only because of picking up Daniel Suarez. And, really? Yeah. And, I mean, Kurt Busch, say what you want about him. The guy will win at least a race a season. Yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a good driver. He's a veteran driver. And he'll compete for a playoff spot. And I don't know if Daniel Suarez is that driver yet. People think he's, you know, an up-and-comer. He's going to be a great driver. I don't even know if he's playoff contender yet. Yeah. No, I agree. I think in, in Stuart Haas' equipment... He can be, and I, I think he will make the playoffs this year just because they let, like, 16 guys in. I think there's a good chance he makes it in this year. Uh, but, yeah, when you take out a bona fide champion or a former champion, a guy who's every year, he, he, he'll only win maybe a race, maybe two a year, but he's always, like, seventh in points, you know, yep. the last few years. Like, he's always right there. Uh, when you replace a guy like that who you can rely on and you put a wild card in there, you know, you never know. Suarez could show up and be great. Yeah, could go out that's and, true. Like Eric Almarola last year, we didn't know what to expect from him. He had, he made it to the round of eight in the playoffs with this team. Yeah. That's why they were so good last yeah. year. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if I don't really expect that from Suarez, but I, I can't say it's impossible. That's why this team's extremely hard to predict. Obviously, you know, Kevin Harvick's going to win some races. He's going to be up there. Uh, you tend to think Clint Boyer and Eric Almarola are probably going to continue to build on last year's success. You know, they both won races last year. You expect them to I mean, improve. at some point, though, Clint's got to kind of peak, right? I, I feel like he's, he's getting up he's there, getting isn't he? He's getting close. Yeah, he's like, what, like late 30s? He's around the same. He's like Denny Hamlin age, and it feels like Hamlin's starting to, you know, kind of I guess he just off, looks so. much older than yeah, Denny Hamlin. Know. No <laughs> offense, Glenn Boyer. I know <laughs> you're supposed to be a great guy. But I don't know how old he is. I, he's got to be pretty old. He can't be older than... He know wasn't, he's not, he, wasn't he racing with, like, Rusty Wallace? Uh, maybe early, late Wall. I mean... Boyer showed up around 05 or 06, I think, was his rookie. Well, he was racing with um, 
Daryl Waltrip, wasn't he? I don't know if he was that old. I don't know. I think he was that old. Maybe in the lower series he did. Maybe. Uh, uh, either way, up. yeah. Yeah. Either way. Either I, way, I the team I think uh, is a really reliable team mm-hmm. with one championship contender, and they took away uh, guaranteed reliability. Yeah. And replaced him with a guy I'm totally unsure with. Yeah. So Clint Boyer's 39, by the way. So yeah, he's he's. I think he's actually a year older than than Denny Hamlin. So he's go. up there. Yeah. And he's been racing for a while. So I, I, I don't know. I the only Honestly, the only reason I put them at third is because of Kevin Harvick. Yeah. You can't not put them at third with mm-hmm. Kevin Harvick because he's going to compete for a championship. Yeah. Uh, presumably. Uh, number four. And this is, I think, where we're going to start to have a few yeah. discussions. Uh, Chip Ganassi. I got number four. And it is only because they picked up Kurt Busch. And I think with Kurt Busch... They, Kyle Larson could become a championship contender next year, assuming Chevy's figured out their problems with the Camaro. Yeah, it's interesting that fourth year we're finally talking about a Chevy team. You know, like that's just kind of we're not very confident in them after twenty eighteen. It's it's hard to be. I don't know if I'd put them at fourth. This is the only one I maybe drop them down to fifth, uh, mainly because you know they are only a two car team. So I expect a little more from. If you're only a two car team, you need to have both of them be championship contenders. And Kurt Busch is, I think, a borderline championship contending driver right now. But that one car, I think he'll run better than McMurray made it look last year. So I'm I am optimistic about that. Uh, But you're right, I am excited for Kyle Larson. But I don't know if I'm excited for him this year. Uh, like I think adding Kurt Busch to that team is going to make all of Chip Ganassi Racing better. And I think the one thing that's been holding back Kyle Larson is his equipment. Uh, so my only my only hesitation is I don't say I don't think it's going to make a big uh, difference this year. Is with the new intermediate aero package, I feel like it does take away from some of Kyle Larson's advantage. Like one thing he's he thrives at is driving cars out of control, up right by the wall. You know, at at the Chicago lands, at the Kansas. You know. That's kind of been taken away from him. It's, the field's been equalized at those tracks, and I think that hurts Kyle Larson specifically more than it hurts any other driver in NASCAR. That's You know what? That's yeah. actually a really good point that I didn't even think about Yeah, that, because that's... he is a really skilled driver, and apparently from what Kyle Busch is saying, yeah. uh, we could be driving NASCAR I, now. I, I would argue against that. I don't know if you want me in, the, in one of those things, <laughs> especially not in a pack, but... Yeah, yeah, I just, love that statement because I want to yeah. drive. Yeah, yeah. She, I mean, that's the thing. Kyle Busch says that. Not to get off topic, but Kyle Busch says that. And it's like, all right, well, why do we got to pay him $5 million to drive this car? <laughs> I'd do it for 100 bucks, a, uh, 100 bucks a race. I'll do it. I'll do it for free, honestly. Yeah, <laughs> I'll do it for free. Right, I'll do it for free. Just, I'll get a job just and then on my weekends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pay for me to get to the race. I'll sleep in my car. I'll sleep in the race car on, in the garage. Hey, I, I have, have driven a NASCAR. You have? Yeah, I posted it on Instagram today. That was my throwback Thursday. Oh, sweet. Did you do like the Richard Petty driving experience once? I did. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Last year. It was incredible. Dang. It was uh, an old body from Jeff Gordon, and they strip out the engine, and then Uh the racing experience just rebuilds an engine in it. Yeah, yeah. But it was the 24... And, that's that's uh, fun. That's got to be some cool photos. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll see, I'll I got the actual video too. of it from inside the car. Oh my! Gosh. And you have like the, your crew chief like talking to you in your headset, <laughs> and it, it's it's awesome. Did you do it at a Texas Motor Speedway? Or no, I wish because that's a big track, uh-huh. and so you can go a lot faster on those. Uh-huh. So oh, unfortunately, sure. I couldn't go that fast. I was at the Myrtle Beach oh, okay. racetrack, so it's just a small little racetrack, and NASCAR actually owns the racetrack. Interestingly mm-hmm. enough, yeah, but. 
No, it was a great time. Yeah, that's really cool. Highly recommend it. I, I've got to do that. I did a thing last year. It was like a charity event where I went and drove my car, my four-cylinder Toyota Camry on, te- <laughs> on, on Texas Motor Speedway. Oh, yeah. In kind of like a group. I was up. We got up to like 100 miles an hour. Nice. Which is cool. Really cool. I mean, that was awesome. But uh, yeah, getting to drive one of the... That's cool. Not to get off topic. Sorry. Did you win since you were in your Camry? <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, we failed all the inspections. <laughs> yeah, they started the new 2019 inspections. When you're there. <laughs> uh, number five, and this is, a, I assume, this is the one that you would flip. Yeah. I have Hendrick Motorsports at number five. Yeah, and I'd put them, I think I'd put them ahead of Chip Ganassi Racing, mainly because of Chase Elliott. I put Chase, like, when I think of top three or top four you know, in my power rankings across all of NASCAR, I think Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick, maybe Joey Logano, and then honestly, I put Chase Elliott third or fourth on that list. And so above Joey Logano, I put him around Joey Logano, who has more wins and a championship. Well, but I mean, you look at last year; uh, they had the same number of wins. They both had three wins. Yeah, last but year. one had a championship. Yeah, but <laughs> I, Chase Elliott. It is what it is. You know, I'm not saying that Chase Elliott won't be. Better than Joey Logano eventually, mm-hmm. but right now I would still take Joey Logano. I would personally. still take Logano, but you also got to look at Chase Elliott. His three years in the Cup Series, first year he made it to the round of twelve as a rookie, which is a big accomplishment compared to what a lot of other rookies are doing these days. Yeah. Very next year he just still didn't win a race, but the very next year he made it to the round of eight and should have made it to Homestead if Hamlin didn't dump him at Martinsville. So he right. could have been at Homestead yeah, as a, in the second year, and then last year he made another improvement. Won three races. So it's like, what's the next step? I feel like he's going to the championship before this year. Chase well, is, but... Joey Logano was the youngest driver ever to win a Cup Series race. That, I, yeah, there you go. So, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. That, we that, could debate that. But... I, I actually like that debate. Chase Elliott versus Joey Logano. That's, yeah. not a, that's an interesting debate. But yeah. regardless, I do agree. I think Chase Elliott... It, it'd be interesting if he could contend this year for a championship. I, I really hope he can. I think, honestly, I, I, 2019, I feel like, is going to be the mark at the beginning of the Chase Elliott era in NASCAR. You know, Jeff Gordon had his era. Dale Sr. had his era. Jimmy had his era. Uh, you know, I think right now we're kind of in the Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick era. Yeah. NASCAR's in limbo. We don't really have an era yeah, right now. Yeah, that's true. I think Chase Elliott, they're going to start it. I think this is the year he's going to win a few races. But uh, I would love, like, a yeah. Chase Elliott, Kyle Larson kind of thing. That's what I'm hoping Ugh. happens over the next, That'd be like, decade. Great. That's what I'm hoping. I, I would think, get on board with that yeah. 100%. The rest of Hendrick Motorsports. And then Ryan Blaney kind of thrown it. Yeah, Blaney, Jones, Suarez. You get a few of the contenders. Yeah. Hopefully Bubba at some point, but or Byron. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Byron, uh, I actually think more so. But Yeah. Uh, so the rest of Hendrick Motorsports, though, I think not enough people give uh, Alex Bowman enough credit for what he did last year. He took a car that couldn't make the playoffs, was outside the top 20 with Dale Earnhardt Jr. the year before. And I know Dale Jr.'s head wasn't fully in it. He wasn't fully invested at that point. Uh, but he was a 25th place car in 2017 Chevy struggled last year and Alex Bowman took that car to the round of 12 he didn't win any races but Alex Bowman I don't he think got he's three top fives I don't think he's really a top 10 driver in NASCAR but he's a guy that could easily sneak in I mean he can make the round of 12 again this year and that's substantial my biggest wild card with this is what's going to happen between Jimmy Johnson and William Byron they have new crew chiefs you know they've, they have some different crew chiefs this year last year they weren't anything special You'd hope they can turn it around, but uh, yeah. I just well, I mean, know. it was also Bowman's first full-time season, right? This is yeah. his first full-time season, and I mean, and he made I feel like people don't talk about that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. He got he saw three top fives, which is pretty solid, mm-hmm. and everyone talks about Byron uh, because he was the rookie of the year. But I mean, the best he got was four top ten finishes. I don't know, I'm not saying he's not a great driver, but I agree with you. I think Bowman actually is a better driver. I think right now he is, but William Byron's also 20. I think he is a bigger Right, upside. that's true. But for this season, I would put more money on 
Bowman. Oh yeah, this in twenty nineteen. I have. I would. I think Bowman's. Uh, He's a very solid driver. He'd be a guy to watch. But I, I think Hendrick Motorsports, they're making an investment in their future this year. When they switch crew chiefs, they're putting Chad Knauss, you know, seven-time crew chief champion. He's going to be the crew chief for William Byron next year. I don't know how much it's going to help Byron. I think maybe he'll he'll be a little better this year probably. Um, but then they're also bringing a new crew chief to crew chief with uh, Jimmy Wait, Johnson. Wait, was he not the crew chief of Byron last year? No, Chad Knauss was the Jimmy last year. And then they split up uh, – just this last off season, so Chad Knauss is for the first time will not be Jimmy Johnson's oh, crew chief. Okay. So and they're bringing up a uh, Kevin Meandering, Meandering. I don't know how you say it uh, from the Xfinity series to be Jimmy Johnson's crew chief this year. And I think what they're planning is seven-time champ Jimmy Johnson's going to mentor Kevin Meandering for a couple of years, and then seven-time crew chief Chad Knauss is going to mentor William Byron for a couple of years, and then in twenty twenty-one. Jimmy and Chad are going to retire, and it's going to become William Byron and Kevin Meandering, hopefully learning the lessons of Chad and Jimmy to carry the banner for Hendrick Motorsports. That's what I think what Rick Hendrick is planning. Uh, I mean, it's not a bad plan because you still have Jimmy Johnson on your roster. You might as well use him while you have him as a reliable driver. I would love to see him win another championship. That'd be really cool. I don't know the possibility of that. I agree. I I think even in my article I wrote that Hendrick, the era of Jimmy Johnson, you know, running Hendrick, is kind of over, and I think it's now Chase Elliott's time yeah, and Hendrick to run the the team. Mm-hmm. So that will be interesting moving forward, and I could see why you would put them over Chip Ganass just because they have more drivers and like, Chase I like, Elliott. I feel like Chip Ganassi really only has one guy that might be a championship contender, and that's Kyle Larson, versus I feel like with Hendrick, you have Chase Elliott, who I'd say is a bigger championship contender this year, and then you have like Bowman and maybe Johnson that I think could flirt with being like top 10 or top 12. So that that was my that's my, that's why I put them ahead. But it's 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 good debate, and there's a few good teams on here that we didn't even uh, put on, like RCR or in the top five at least. They're like like yeah. RCR well, and, um, number six, I have RCR, and oh, yeah. I feel like you know some people would argue this one. Um, actually, I don't know how you'd argue really RCR. Uh, anybody above them at six, but you know they have Austin Dillon. I'm really hopeful as a fan yeah. that he finally gets more than one win. I think, I think he, he I, I think Austin Dillon could do some good things this year. I think he could make the playoffs just on points. You know, I think, I think could, so too. I think he could have a. Solid I would love year. to see him get like two, maybe even three wins. This I'd like year. to see him win. He kind of needs that, that though. He he needs that though to kind of solidify his career. It's getting to the point where it's like, all right, you got to win more than once in a season. I don't think anyone is looked at looking at Austin Dillon. if he still wants to be considered like a superstar in NASCAR, then yeah, he's got to start I winning. I think he does soon. though. And I think NASCAR he, hypes him up like he is. And it's cuz he's in the 3 car, but let's be real. Right. Ever since he's been in that ride since what is it? 2014, that was the first year without Harvick for Stuart Haas and right. for uh, RCR, sorry. And ever since Harvick left, that team has not been as good as they were before. Exactly. And so so Austin Dillon's been in mediocre like he's been like 15 to 20th place cars his whole career and he's been finishing 15th like he hasn't been underperforming but he hasn't you it's know, true his cars have been shit he's not blowing anyone away I, I think he's a good driver I don't see him ever I don't know if I I hate to say I, I don't see him ever winning a championship because that's not true Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Listen, if you're still living with bladder accidents, stop. It's time to get your life back. I was just like you until I found real relief with Axonics Therapy. 
It's not a pill or a pad. It's a clinically proven advanced treatment. Get started at findrealrelief.com. That's findrealrelief.com. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonix is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. I think he has a chance of, of winning. A he technically has a chance, but I see what you're saying, especially yeah. with like Kyle Larson and Chase Elliott still on yeah, the board. Yeah, like when I think like Ryan top, Blaney coming up. Yeah, top young guys. Those who are that's who I go to. I put Austin Dillon ahead of like Suarez or Bubba Wallace or Come on. Bubba Wallace. Well, yeah, I put him ahead of those guys. <laughs> I put Austin. I, I put Suarez. Austin Dillon, I see what you're saying. <laughs> like he's on par with Alex Bowman for me. I don't know who's better or who's going to have okay. a better career. So yeah, I would say I don't know who has a better career just because Bowman's younger. So yeah. maybe, but yeah, either way, he is hyped up like a superstar. And although RCR can't figure out their actual cars, <laughs> they sure know how to make them look cool. They do. They have some cool paint schemes. They have year. the coolest paint schemes. Because mm-hmm. I know you made a video. I wrote an article about you know 2019 paint schemes. Yeah. RCR crushes the paint schemes. Mm-hmm. But also, they just added, you know, they got rid of Ryan Newman, which in my opinion was a good move. Yeah. Nothing against Ryan Newman, but they needed to move on. They needed some young blood in there. And I actually think Daniel Hemrick, I'm really interested. He's been really good in the Xfinity series, you know, for several years, or a couple years at least. He's been always competitive. Uh, I think he's a good choice. He's he's my favorite for Rookie of the Year this year. I think it's between him and uh, and Ryan Priest. That'll be interesting. Yeah, I agree. I think those are the mm-hmm. only two that you got to look at. Yeah. The, I'm, my money's on Hemrick. Yeah, I, I think it'll be a good battle, but I, I, I think Hemrick, he seems to have the better talent and i think he has the better equipment so i, I don't know yeah and i just really like him i follow him on instagram and <laughs> yeah no, yeah he's, he has he's such great. a cool yeah apparently he's really good friends with blaney and bubba wallace yeah and, yeah anyway uh number seven and i didn't put everybody on here so sorry but number seven i have roush fenway i'm trying to think who have, we, who have we left off that i would possibly argue well i also have jtg no, at JTG's eight yeah, that's why I got him down at yeah, eight. Yeah, Stu Furniture Row's gone, so you, you, we can't throw uh, him front in row. Yeah, front row's worse. Yeah, no, I guess Roush is probably seventh. You're right. Richard Petty, I guess. I don't know, Richard Petty's... That's the thing, I didn't even want to put it, because it's like, <laughs> no, come on, man. It, Bubba did so <laughs> bad last season. Yeah. No, yeah, I, Roush Fenway, I don't know. I don't really know what to say about them. I just hope they're still in business in five years. <laughs> yeah, I put them on there, because essentially like RCR, I was like, okay, I think AD's... Definitely a playoff uh, driver, mm-hmm. depending on how far he gets in the playoffs is another question. And I think Daniel Hemrick is an up-and-comer. And Roush is like, maybe they'll make the playoffs. Yeah, like, like they might maybe. sneak a car in there. Exactly. And that's so. kind of the separation between them and the rest of the teams. I, is I think RCR definitely has a playoff driver. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the teams, it's like, maybe they'll get somebody in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah if yeah, they're lucky. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> I, I would agree. I think like, like JTG... It's going to be win. You're going to need a win. Roush, you're probably going to need a win. Uh, and I don't know. It's just wins are hard to come by right now. And, and, and the reason I think Daniel Hemrick would win Rookie of the Year over Ryan Priest is just because what teams they're on. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying RCR is like a great team for a rookie to be, you know, have a car in, but it, I think it's better than JTG. Yeah, JTG. There's pros to JTG. Uh, I think they're switching to like Hendrick engines this year, which could be a, a small advantage. I don't know if it'll help them about help them out that much. They also have um, 
full-time sponsorship from like Kroger, like very, very committed yep. sponsorship, which you can't like, you look at other teams that have that, like, like Penske yeah. has great sponsors. That's why they're really good. Yeah. Chris Buescher has you got know? that whole Kroger series of Penske's. Yeah. He's got, they, so they, that, poor they Chris have, Buescher, man. Yeah, I feel sorry for that guy. I wonder if he would have been a good driver on it if he ever was on a yeah. decent team. Oh, one team on that that you don't have on here that I would put probably ahead of uh, of JTG Doherty. I don't know if I'd put him ahead of Roush though because it's a single car team. Is Levine Family Racing with Matt DeBenedetto? Yeah, I know, and I thought about Levine actually. Yeah, because just because they're switching to Toyota, yeah, I, I think maybe they'll, they'll have to get some. They have a veteran crew chief. I'm not sold that Matt DiBenedetto is as good as people seem to think he is. I think a lot of people think he's one of the most underrated drivers, right. and I'm like. That's the reason I actually didn't put him on yeah, there because I, I don't I, I see don't know. the Matt did the I, Benedetto thing. I don't get it. I, yeah, like people kind of suckered me into that. I was like last year, I was like, oh, he must be pretty decent. He just isn't bad equipment. But then I looked at the points at the end of the season, and I think 29, I think there was 29 drivers that raced in all 36 races last year. Matt DiBenedetto finished 29th in points. Yeah, I know. I looked so at, it's like, I know he's not a bad team, but he couldn't, yeah. I know so. I texted you a while ago, and yeah. I was just asking your opinion on some drivers that I mm-hmm. thought were overhyped, and that was one I think we were both like, yeah, I don't get, mm-hmm. like, why people talk about him. Yeah, but we'll see. Maybe he'll prove us wrong. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I hope. I like him. It'll be fun. Uh, and then that's, so that's that. That's what we got for the team predictions. Just real quick. I wanted to go over an article that I just published. As we're recording this, I just published this. Oh, yeah. It's the greatest NASCAR drivers in every generation model, yeah, meaning yeah. the actual generations of the model cars. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as we know, they just announced that they're creating a Gen 7 for 2021. So I thought yeah. this would be a great time to kind of list the three best drivers from every generation. Mm-hmm. But I did limit, you know, a driver to only one generation of cars. Yeah, like right. like like Jimmy Johnson won a few champ like won a couple championships in the Gen Four yeah. era, but then he won a few others in the Gen Five. Right. Like you're, when you're talking about, you're only looking at what they did in that specific era. Yeah. yeah. Tony Stewart won yeah. uh, in multiple eras. Dale Richard Earnhardt, folks, yeah. Jeff Gordon. Yes. So certain people have won championships in multiple eras, but I tried to put them in specifically their best generation, mm-hmm. and also unfortunately because of that rule, there was a couple generations where it's like, oh man, like this guy would have been in both generations as the top three yeah but i gotta put him in his best generation so there's a couple generations where you're like really he was in the top three Mm -hmm. i looked at championships and wins for that specific model car Mm -hmm. and that's how i broke it up so i promise it's not totally you know just my opinion i really did try to stick to (laughs) just statistics um and obviously in gen one the beginning of nascar we got lee petty yeah no one's gonna argue these because there's you yeah. know it's generation one. You look at the numbers. There's and eight just... races, you know, in a yeah. season. Uh, Lee Petty won three championships and mm-hmm. 54 wins in that era. Herb Thomas, yep. two championships, 48 wins. Uh, Buck Baker, two championships, 46 wins. Kind of the three biggest names. Yeah, I, I, of the pioneers. I'd have to think back, hit the hit the history books again, but I don't. I don't. Right, really that one. Those too hard. That one. It's like I know that they're. You know, technically superstars, but I don't think NASCAR superstars really came about until Gen 2 through the late yeah. 60s all the way up to 1980. Mm-hmm. And that includes obviously Richard Petty. Easy. Who won you, six championships in yeah. that era mm-hmm. and 144 wins just in that era. Yeah. Um, and then right behind him, 
David Pearson, and I've heard people try to argue that he was better technically. Yeah. Um, I mean, those are two top five drivers in all of NASCAR history. Exactly. So that's easy as well. Exactly, and that, that's why <laughs> I was like, Gen Two is the original superstars, in my opinion, because mm-hmm. every NASCAR fan knows those names right off the top of their and, head. And back then, you only had a handful of really competitive cars each week or every yep. every year. Like nowadays, you got like ten guys who could probably maybe win the championship this year. Back then, there was like three, maybe every season. Right. Yeah, and they are one and two for most all-time wins. Oh, yeah. You know, so, yeah, that one is it's pretty great. Also, I didn't fully understand David Pearson's story, but he only raced full-time in three seasons. Yes, yeah. And of I, the 28 years that he mm-hmm. drove. That's insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, I knew that he was kind of famous for his, what what year is it, 1974, when he only raced 19 races and mm-hmm. finished um, third, I think, in points. Yeah. But... Only two seasons, or three seasons. Yeah, and um, he has, and he's second on the all-time wins list. I don't know. I I'd have to look up how many starts he has. He he roughly won a race about like he won one race in every like five starts. Like he had like a twenty percent winning percentage, which in NASCAR that's better than Richard Petty even. Right, that's and like that's tops. why I think some people make the argument that he like, is the I've, best driver. Of like all I've time. seen, a, I can oh, understand it. Oh, what's his name? Oh, I'm blanking on the driver's name. I'm forgetting which driver it was. Not Alan Kowicki. He only won like uh, five times. Uh, I can't remember the driver, but there's I know there's drivers that have won like 19 or 20 times in like 200 races, and that's like impressive. But this is unbelievable. Unbelievable, yeah. Yeah, he was just a great race car driver, mm-hmm. clearly. Uh, and then the third in that was Cale Yarborough. Yeah, also a great driver, three championships, 68 wins, just in that era, and he was the first person to win three consecutive championships. Yes. Yeah, so, that record stood for a long time. Yeah, very long time, up until mm-hmm. Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. So clearly also a great driver, and that's why I think Gen 2 was the beginning of NASCAR superstars. Gen 3 uh, is also an amazing, maybe the best, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Started off with Dale Earnhardt. He had four yeah. championships in this era yeah. and 46 wins. And this era was from 1981 to 1991, the year I was born. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, great, great year for NASCAR. You got Dale Earnhardt with four championships and Daryl Waltrip. Easy, yeah. Three championships, 54 wins just in that era. Yep. And Bill Elliott. Bill Elliott, really? Bill what Elliott. What was his stats during this time? Cause I, he, he won a championship and he had 34 wins. Yeah, that's probably good. Who else would have been uh, his competition I'm to think. this era? I'm try- I cannot remember who else I had right then. But it... it like, honestly, it was only 10 years. Dale Earnhardt won four of them, and Daryl Waltrip won three of them. Yeah, I mean, those two, obviously. I was just, I'm Bill Elliott. I kind of, yeah, I guess when I sit back and think about it, I'm trying to think of other names back then. Bill Elliott, well, yeah, I guess he would have been, been a good choice. So, um, well, I mean, there was only three other championships for any driver to win. And so he, he was one of the two mm-hmm. other drivers to actually win a championship in this era, and he had more wins than those other two drivers. Yeah. Which is why I selected him. That, that's, I think that makes... Perfect I know, sense. because I feel like people wouldn't be like, oh, Bill Elliott, one of the best drivers of all time, and I get that. And I do well, want to reiterate, this list does, definitely is not the best drivers of all time. It's, you know, just statistically the three, yeah, the three that won the most in that era. And, um, the... the <laughs> this holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup, so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. 
Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Bakers, fresh for everyone. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. The most impressive statistic for Bill Elliott, uh, other than you know his 44 career wins, which is pretty solid, mm-hmm. was that he won... 16 most popular driver which awards. Was not, it's still the record. Dale Jr. did not yeah. break that record. Yeah. Which is incredible. I'm sitting here thinking like, well, yeah, I guess he must have been great. And that, that's why he won all those most popular 16. drivers in the 90s. Yeah, and then of course, <laughs> you know, his son just won in 2018. So yeah. It's the Elliott Award. Should just be named after <laughs> It's the Earnhardt Elliott Award. Yeah. I, honestly, it should just be the Elliott Award because Chase is about to win like 15 or 20 more. Yeah, more. that's so. true. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Gen 4, 92 Gen to 2006. Four. Now we're getting into when I started watching. Right. So and like, this I, is I, the <laughs> one, this was the height of NASCAR. This is the highest yes. attendance, TV viewership. This is when NASCAR was competing with the NFL. And that's why they didn't change the car for about 15 years. <laughs> right. This is the longest generation, even mm. with the death of Dale Earnhardt, which kind of forced the change. Yeah. Yeah. It started, I think, forced some of their hands cause, because yeah, they, it, they safety to, became important. Safety you know? became important. That's what led sort of the car tomorrow. And then I think also that was kind of just like it was such a traumatic moment for the sport they kind of needed to scramble to, to almost yeah. recover from it like and i feel yeah. like a lot of misconceptions is uh they changed the car for safety reasons just because of dale Earnhardt's death but i mean if you look into it you know when dale Earnhardt died he actually wasn't using hardly any of the safety measures they already had they in had that like yeah, back back then though like the hans device was like optional a lot of drivers <laughs> right. use it there's open face they had it but it was optional closed helmets right yeah, yeah. Uh, he and his seatbelt wasn't fastened properly I mean, there's a lot of things that he wasn't doing because he's an old-school driver, mm-hmm. and they were optional. So the safety measures were actually in place. One of the biggest reasons they changed eventually to the Gen 5 more so was, like, downforce and, uh, and cars just flying off tracks. Yeah, they, they, they stopped. They didn't want cars to get airborne as much. And Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was actually the bigger reason why they had to change. Yeah. Because, like I said, they already had those other safety measures in place. But Bobby Allison flying into the Talladega grandstands oh, yeah. was kind of like a huge deal for them. And they're like, mm-hmm. all right, we need to do something something regardless gen 4 you know some people love it i'd say most people love it most some people, people like it. some people are against it because they're like it wasn't safe enough mm-hmm. um i get it but uh the gen 4 92 to 2006 was jeff gordon obviously Easily. he showed uh, up and immediately started beating everyone <laughs> yeah exactly um yeah. four championships in this era 75 wins in this era incredible yeah tony stewart two championships and 29 wins yeah uh yeah okay tony stewart well okay who else would you put i'm trying to think right now because only a a couple other people would be dale earnhardt uh yeah dale earnhardt but he was already in i listed him in gen 3 so i couldn't put him in gen 4 Uh because he did win a couple uh in gen 4 mark martin i would mark martin i consider out I considered Mark Martin. I don't know who you have at thir- as your number three, so I can't really, I can't. That's say for this sure. is the one that I think you're going to argue with me. Okay, well, all right. Well, you have Jeff Gordon and Tony Stewart, which I think those are both top three. But Tony me- Stewart won two championships, 29 wins. I probably put him in third, but now I need to know who the third guy is, so I know if I'm actually upset. Okay, you ready? Yeah, sure. You're, you're going to be upset. Oh no, Rusty Wallace. 
Okay, no, I'm not upset. I'm not. But he didn't upset. win a single championship in this era. Yeah, but who? How many wins he had did he 35 have? Thirty-five wins. See, that's a lot of wins. Exactly. I'm, I was sitting here thinking, like, who? I mean, he won twenty-five wins in only four years during this era. I mean, he was that's he was cleaning impressive. up. He was you know finishing in top fives, top tens every single year of this era. Mm-hmm. I mean, he really was. He has one championship in '89, so you know, right before it's this era. Too early to sit here and be like, this was when Jimmy Johnson was at his peak because he was still like he only joint started NASCAR like in. Oh two or whatever. Exactly. It is. So yeah, he, he was coming into it. Yeah, he didn't. He only had a few years in the Gen Four. He did win a championship in the Gen Four. You know, he won a little bit of time. Uh, he he won some in the Gen Four. Right. Uh, but I had to put him in Gen Five, as you're saying. Because, yeah. Well, he was definitely you know what I mean? in Gen Five. Exactly. And so, like I said, Dale Earnhardt was the real one. Where it's like Dale Earnhardt could have been in this generation. I'm thinking like Bobby Labonte, maybe, but I don't know if he's better than these guys. I don't think he's better than these guys. Dale Jarrett, but he's not as good as these yep. guys. Looked at him, uh, Kenseth, but he he had a championship, but uh, he didn't have his wins. Kenseth was one that I almost put in so many different. Yeah, areas. he was probably like fifth. The guy out. is he's on the border of so many different eras because he had so many wins in every era. It's yeah. really annoying. Yeah, so I couldn't <laughs> put him in any of frustrating. Them. He he really pissed me off because I'm looking mm-hmm. at each season and I'm He's adding up every win from every season for each driver and breaking it down. And yeah. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> Why can't you just win like five more in one era? He's a driver like, where it's hard to look back and say, yes, that was his peak. Like, exactly. You know, like you, I would say maybe 2013 or 2012, 2013, he won like 10 races across those two years and was like top four in the championship both years. Maybe that was his peak, but... He won a championship in 2003. Exactly. He's, you know, he won five races in 2015. I don't know. But I, I don't hate that. Rusty Wall- I was thinking Rusty Wallace, but I didn't want to say... I was worried you were going to be angry because he didn't win a championship in this era. But he really did. I mean, he was. this was his peak. It's funny because you, you look at, you know, 1989 was his only championship. But when you mm-hmm. actually look at his seasons, his most wins came in this era mm-hmm. consistently. So I, I just had to put him there. Yeah. Um, and my dad was a huge Rusty Wallace fan. I yeah. was a Rusty Wallace fan when I was a kid. So I just maybe it's nostalgic. I don't okay. know. <laughs> uh, Gen five, uh, the car of tomorrow. We first saw it in two thousand. The beginning right? of the end. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, two thousand seven to two thousand and twelve. Mm-hmm. Obviously, number one is Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, he won three, four championships. Four in this yeah. era, um, and thirty-seven wins. In this era. So this was his best era. He dominated. And Jimmy Johnson is another one that could have been Gen 4, Gen 5, and Gen 6. But, I mean, this is when he was at his peak. This is when he won so many. Uh, He he won five in a row, but four specifically in Mm -hmm. this. Yeah, he's an easy number one. Yeah, because 2006 was his first win, and technically that was uh, Gen 4. Yeah. So, anyway, he's number one. Clearly, number two, Brad Keselowski, and Gen Five. And understand this, okay? I don't know if I agree with that <clears> on that one, but, but read me your statistics. Okay, so listen. So it's only 2007 <laughs> to 2012. I don't understand. Only, it's only a few years. Yeah, this is a very short time. And he had a championship. Jimmy Johnson had four championships in this era. Yes, that does not leave much wiggle room for anyone else. It's pretty much Jimmy Johnson's generation. Okay, so yeah. Brad Keselowski had a championship. Oddly enough, uh, he only had nine wins during he this era. Only in, he only it was around for like two or exactly. two, two or three years. Exactly. So I'm giving it to him because of his efficiency. Exactly. He All was. Right. Uh, I think he's. It's only with. Um, he had that. Win. It's only with Jeff Gordon and Dale Earnhardt as the only driver to win a championship within first three seasons. Yes, and that's of impressive. NASCAR. 
So he came out of the gate quick and hard and won a championship. Mm -hmm. And he's had, you know, he's been consistently great ever since, but that was technically his peak. Yeah, I, yeah, actually, so far it probably has been. Okay, I need to know who number three is before I. This one's gonna piss you off. Oh no. Oh gosh. Wait, who would you put actually? Before uh, I show you, now I need to know who would you put at Gen Five, two thousand seven to two thousand twelve. I might put Carl Edwards mm-hmm. at number three because he had eight wins in what years? It was at 08. Uh He never won a championship, but he was just consistently. So Carl Edwards great. was. Um, I think it was Matt Kenseth and Carl Edwards. They were two. both because that was still Roush was really good, and yeah. they were both kind of carrying the banner for him. I'm yeah, trying to think who those else. were two that I looked at, and I think I added up. The wins from all of them, mm-hmm. but the person I put. So it has to be somebody who didn't win a championship. No, you didn't put Stewart on here. So that I don't know. Let me think. Would have been Hamlin. Would you have put Denny Hamlin on this it's list? Denny Hamlin. He did have one. Whatever year it was, he, he had like, twenty wins of this era. Yeah, and only a couple years. And technically, that was more than Carl Edwards or Matt Kenseth. Yeah. And that's the only reason I put him. Like I said, I really wanted I to put Matt that. Kenseth because I felt like he deserves an era. But I had to do it. I don't like Denny Hamlin, so you know I was reluctant about this. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, he really did. This was his peak, and kind of like we were talking earlier, everyone knows Denny Hamlin's a great driver, but this really was his peak. He had yeah. – he, he's won 31 races, but just in the short time, he won 20. Mm-hmm. A vast majority of his races came in just this little era that was dominated by Jimmy Johnson. So, of course, he's not going to get a championship. No, yeah. He's Got boxed out. He's <laughs> currently ranked fourth for most – wins of current drivers which is kind of surprising yeah that, well, that's because like tony stewart man can't the car ledgers are retired they're all retired so, exactly, so, exactly. but yeah he, he's good i'm not but saying it's still pretty a surprise i mean you got jimmy johnson who's number he one he was good during and this then era kyle that's, bush mm-hmm. and then kevin harvick and then danny hamlin i, I would so he's above truex jr he's above Truex. Yeah, yeah. you know he's i would have put uh, yeah, I don't. I don't obviously didn't have the numbers right in front of me, but I would have put Hamlin, Edwards, and Kenseth kind of all as like a three, and even Keselowski probably all right together. I would. I feel like you could pick Keselowski got the championship in this era. Right, so that's the only reason I really put him edge, above. But, yeah, that's tough. But uh, yeah, I know that was a weird. That was the weirdest generation because it was so short and so dominated by one driver yeah. more so than any other generation. Mm-hmm. It was incredible. Uh, and then we have Generation Six. I put 2013 to 2020 just because. Since they announced the 2021, I felt like that was Mm -hmm. So we still have two years left. This could dramatically change. Oh, this will dramatically change because (laughs) each one of these people has one championship. Oh, that's true. So if anybody gets more than one, I mean, (laughs) then there you go. Then they they bump ahead. Or if one person gets another one. If next Mm -hmm. year it's a new championship winner. That's true. Then they got to jump up. Goodness, yeah. This, so this, this one is all over the place. Nobody dominates this era. Yeah. It's not like it used to be where they had a couple drivers dominate. Nobody has dominated this era. The best driver from this era so far, and I don't think anybody can argue, is Kyle Busch. No, consistently across the board. Statistically, he, he has, has the been, one title. Yeah, with an asterisk by it, sure. But it's a, t- it's a championship that he earned that year. Right, because uh, this is 2013 to 2018, technically, is yeah. the statistics that I have. And you could argue Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But Kyle Busch has his 2015 championship and 27 wins during this era, which is the most. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. And Most of anyone, yeah. Yeah, and statistically, top tens, polls, you know, top five. He's all, he's right there, top two, playoffs, top three every single time. Every year. Mm-hmm. The, he, I mean, he is a future Hall of Famer. He's a great driver. And then, Whatever I mean, I know you people, think about him. People hate him running Xfinity in trucks, but he's won most of his nearly 200 wins across all three series. Exactly. Era, he's so. one of the few yeah drivers yeah. to be able to do that. Yeah. Number two, Kevin Harvick, right behind Kyle Busch. And wins, right? Aren't they like just a couple of Yeah, so Kyle Busch has 27 wins. Kevin Harvick has 26. There you go, yeah. <laughs> Both with the championship. And Kyle Busch, a year more recent, 2015. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin Harvick, 2014. So they are almost back-to-back. Yeah. Busch, I think, is a little bit higher in some of the other statistics, but just in wins and championships and everything. Yeah, I'd, I'd put Busch ahead of Harvick for sure. Uh, right. Kevin Harvick easily, yeah, easily top two. The moment he came over to Stuart Haas Racing in 2014, that's... Right. That's uh, what just, changed everything. Yeah. When he left RCR. Like, before RCR, I would have put him behind, like, Carl Edwards. I would have put him behind Denny Hamlin, behind Kenseth. But I would have put him as, like, oh, he's a good driver. I would have put him, like, where Ryan Newman is, really, until 2014. Ooh, really? Yeah, because he I mean, how many wins did That's Harvick rough. has? Newman? Harvick just hit 40 career wins, and he's gotten, like, half of those, more than half of those. So that means he has, like, 43 wins, 44 wins, I think, in his career. And that would mean that, do the math in my head really quick. Eight, he had 18 wins before 2014, then, or before 2013, I guess. So from 2001 to 2012, he only had 18 wins in 13 years. That's a years. good point. So I didn't even think about that. He was that. good, but he, I was like, he's Newman. He's I think, I, think, I, think I, I just hype him up more in my head because of his first season. You know, coming in for Dale Earnhardt, winning two races. I, yeah, yeah, he had. But then you're moments, right. He so. did go like two seasons back-to-back after that with zero wins. Mm-hmm. So you're right. Yeah. Um, and then, last but not least... And this one is where it gets a little tricky because it could have been like Truex or mm-hmm. no, it's Joey Logano. Joey yeah. Logano because he won a championship. And he has just had some crazy runs. Like 2015, he swept around to the playoffs. Easily could have won the championship that year. It, you know, Joey Logano's whether you like him or not. I know I'm not a huge fan of him. Right. I, I, I want to like Joey Logano, but he does too many things that snaps me back to reality. Like, I don't like this guy. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. I totally <laughs> but, get it. It's, I mean, it's he's the same thing great. with, like, Harvick and Denny Hamlin. It's, yeah. Um, he's impressive. Now, I will say, like, of all the championships we've seen in the Gen 6 era, I think his championship was the least dominant. Like, the, I would say oh, it was the yeah. least impressive. Like, well, at least, like, I Harvick... Would, I, wouldn't say, I wouldn't say least impressive. I would definitely say least dominant because yeah. you're right, Harvick and Bush had more wins... They seem like the best drivers. Uh huh. Like Logano only had one win until like the final month of the yeah, season, yeah. and then he rattled off two wins, and obviously the biggest one of all. 
But you know, he was he was good, but he was never really great until the last couple months well, of the season. That's what he does. He wins when he has to, right? I guess. I mean, I think Joey Logano, Kevin Harvick, and Kyle Bush is a pretty good representation of the Gen Six so far. You I know, agree. Truex Jr. you could also put in there. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But mm-hmm. if it's yeah. gotta be top three, that's what I would do. And it's been Gen Six, which I can't wait. I wish they were coming out with like Gen Seven next year. Yeah, that would now be fun. that like I think there's a lot of great drivers coming up that are gonna start replacing some of these guys, mm-hmm. and that's the perfect definitive line for yeah. you know Chase Elliott and Kyle Larson, it, Ryan yeah, Blaney, that's true. Yeah, Jones. Nice. It's yeah. gonna be cool for Gen Seven. It'll be interesting to see how the young guys like adapt to it, like especially the ones that have been here a few years now, like Jones, like Larson, Elliott. Twenty twenty one, new car, new package, probably. Yeah, that that would that will be. I hear I hear people say twenty twenty one is the the really big year for NASCAR just because that's also the year schedule is likely going to change a little right. bit. Uh, so yeah, it's just that's going to be a hyped up year. <laughs> yeah, big time. Yeah, young blood. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to take a quick break. We went way too long on yeah, the first was, segment. Lots to debate. Lots it of was. I really enjoyed Historical it. stuff. And I just hope everybody listening is still interested <laughs> and not just like, why am I still listening to these guys fucking talk? We, we name-dropped a lot of good drivers. Hopefully <laughs> we talked about your favorite driver. Hopefully didn't say anything bad like, like we did for like Logano. <laughs> yeah, well, if you're an Austin Dillon fan like myself, then you expect to never hear your driver be name-dropped. Unless people are talking shit. So... That's it for part one. We're going to take a quick break. You can hear a word from the sponsors, and we will be right back to talk Daytona. Do you play fantasy sports? Of course you do. With roughly $7 billion being earned this year in fantasy football, why not earn some easy money in the most lucrative online gambling? I highly recommend using Pro Football Focus. This site breaks down every stat at every position for every single player in the game. With a PFF Edge subscription at only $9.99 a month, or $39.99 a year, it gives you the edge to make the easiest money possible. And you can finally enjoy just watching football rather than always stressing about your lineup. Go to chairgating.com right now, subscribe by hitting the green link, and you can think of it as an investment because you will make so much more money back. PFF Edge, try it today. If you live in Texas like me, beach season never really ends. And if you got some extra LBs to lose also like me, but not seeing all the results you want to see when you're hitting the gym, you gotta try the best new pre-workout, Zeus Juice. This company is blowing up right now, but all their prices are still crazy low. They got all the flavors you'd want, like Fruit Punch, Orange Burst, Blue Raz, Watermelon, but you gotta get it while it's hot before everybody else hops on this trend. And if those prices aren't low enough for you, I got good news. Just go to ZeusJuiceOnline.com right now, type in coupon code BELLYUP10OFF. Don't miss this great opportunity to get the best new workout product on the market today. All right, welcome back. Hope you enjoyed those really entertaining uh, ad copies. Also, if you want to support, <laughs> also if you want to support the podcast, want to support me as a freelance blogger who struggles and has to rely on his wife to pay the bills, please go just buy the T-shirts. I mean, I don't get much revenue from that because it's on T Public and they only give me like. I think like $2 per sale. It's oh, really gosh. sad. 
But more importantly, it just kind of spreads the word. Maybe I'll get some more ad advertisers on here. And what little money I will get from the t-shirts, I put back into this um, just to try to make it as, as great as possible. Anyway, now that I'm done begging for your money, <laughs> let's get back into it real quick. We're going to wrap up this episode. It's been a little bit longer, but it's because the season's about to start. Yeah, we it. have so yeah. much to talk about. We're going to wrap it up talking about, obviously, the Daytona 500. Should we talk about the Clash? We don't have enough time, probably. There's, time, not, there's not much to Who talk Who do you think's going to win the Clash? Give me your pick, pick right now. I'm going with Eric Almarola. I think he wins the Clash. Are you serious? Yeah, I think he, yeah. Why? he He won Talladega, the last restricted play race we went to. I think he could win it again, win the Clash. Okay. He almost, he almost won the Daytona 500 last year. All right. I guess that makes sense. That's fair. Um, I'm going to go Austin Dillon. Okay. Yeah, I think that he won the Daytona 500. So yep. Yeah. Exactly. Two of the most recent restrictions. I play think winners. I think it's a perfect uh, race for him to win because it means nothing, <laughs> and no one will remember except me. Yeah. So I think it's perfect. Um. All right. That was the clash. There Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> um. Daytona 500. So first of all, I want to mention what are you doing for the Daytona 500? You got plans? What am I doing for the? I think I just me and my girlfriend are just gonna sit on the couch and watch it. Oh my god! I me, honestly think that's all it's gonna be. Me I'm, and my wife are going to my parents' house in Myrtle uh-huh. Beach, and my parents have like renovated the garage. It has AC and everything in it, and it has they have four giant plasma screen TVs put together Jeez. as one. <laughs> so you watch it all on these four TVs with recliners and uh, two. Beer taps. See, I was gonna say if you're in Myrtle Beach, like you might as well just drive down the road to the track itself. I but know. When you explain that whole stuff, I'm like, I don't know. I'd stay there. I know. <laughs> I know. Good. Right. So, I, I want to do that. I also kind of want to convince my parents to see if they would be down to drive to Daytona, but yeah. we'll see. Mm-hmm. Either well, way. Either way, I'm, it I'm sounds like a pretty good amazing. experience. You're I'm have. very hyped. Have, up have for you ever it. been to Daytona the racetrack? No. It's beautiful. I went Ugh. in 2014. And I was like, this track's kind of ugly. I don't think I'm ever going to come back. Like, it was just kind of old. It was like, eh, I don't need to go here again. But then I, I ended up, silly me, I ended up going back in 2016 for, for the Clash back then. And they, that was the first race with the whole Daytona Rising project. They just renovated the crap out of it. It was beautiful. Oh, it, man. it was like a football stadium, like high, like brand new football stadium. But when you go through the turnstiles or whatever, go out into the stands, it's a racetrack instead of a field. It was beautiful. So I recommend anyone who's oh, on the fence. I definitely want to go, go to, to Daytona. Daytona. That's my number one. I go to Talladega every year. Yeah. So I got that locked up. But I definitely want to go to Daytona eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year, I'm definitely going to Talladega, Texas Motor Speedway, maybe Kansas again because it's, you know, it's a nine-hour drive, yeah. which... To non-Texans, that probably sounds like a lot. <laughs> to us, it's like, oh, that's yeah, not bad. Yeah. That's only, it's only two states away. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's only, literally only two states away. Yeah. Uh, maybe another one. My sister's getting married during Darlington, so unfortunately I can't go back to that one. Oh. But maybe I'll try to go to Charlotte or Bristol or something. I'm, I'm looking at possibly the, later this spring doing the like the three-race stretch in a row. I might end up at Martinsville, Texas, and Bristol three weeks in a row. I'm really wow. hoping that works out. I, there's a good chance I'll go to two of them at least. Well, if you're at Texas three. when I'm there... Yeah, I'll, we'll, yeah, we'll do, we'll meet do a up. podcast from the ground. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is cheering and wave. Yeah, no. So, oh, and we're going to the World of Outlaws. Oh yes, just in a few weeks, right? Or a couple weeks, whatever it is. Is that next month or is that this month? I think it's this month. I don't know when it is. I think it's in Shit. the twenty something. Yeah, we got to get tickets. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's not much. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be much of a problem. We're definitely going though. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so Daytona, real quick, we'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, did you want to 
I guess, list the people yeah, that are because well, there's a lot the, qualifying, right? The thing that's most exciting about this Daytona 500 is that we have, they currently have 42 cars on the entry list, but I think the good chance they're actually going to have 44 uh, because I think there's a couple guys like Tanner Berryhill and J.J. Yaley um, have said they're going to be in the race, but I, I don't think they're on the official list yet. But that being said, that means we're going to have like eight drivers gunning for the last four spots because I think there's 36 teams with a charter. So it's literally just... Uh, yeah, it's just four teams, or it's going to be eight teams going for four spots. So that's going to be a – I think that's going to be dramatic to make the dual races more fun than they've maybe been in years past. Well, uh, so do you think there's going to be any full-time drivers that don't make it? Uh, Tanner Berryhill has said they're going to go full-time for Obica Racing. Oh, okay. Uh, but they don't have a charter, so they're going to just attempt <laughs> right. to qualify for every race. So I don't know how that's going to go for them. So I like it. I don't know about that. Now, they do have some interesting names that you might recognize that are going to be in this race or that are attempting to qualify for this race. Uh, most notably, uh, Casey Mears announced yeah. earlier this week that he is going to try to qualify for the race, driving a second car for Jermaine Racing. Um, so that'll be interesting. You know, he's a, he's what would be more interesting is if he qualified and Ty Dillon didn't. <laughs> that would be sad. And more importantly, he just outruns Ty Dillon in the yeah. race. That would be a little unfortunate. Um, Tyler Reddick. Uh, oh, yeah. RCR yep. is going to bring back the 31 for this race and have uh, Tyler Reddick try to qualify. I mean, that makes sense because they ran the 8 with Daniel Hemrick last year. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. They're bringing in a third. But instead of yeah. the 8, it's the 31 because yeah, yeah. they have to switch it. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Truex is also going to be uh, trying to attempt this race. Nice. He is, uh, is he the brother of Martin Truex? I yeah. think he is. Um, Joey Gase, Brendan Gaughan, and Parker Kligerman are among the other ones that are going to try to qualify for the race. So all those are names that most people have heard of, at least if you're an avid fan. Yeah. Uh, but they're all in small teams, well, other than, like, I guess, Reddick and, uh, and well, I mean, Jermaine Racing is also small. But I don't know. Of those guys, who do you think Who do you think makes it in? Who do you think misses out of those eight? Four in. And four are in? Yeah. I think Casey Mears, veteran experience, I think will get him in. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Uh, That's one. I'm, Tyler Reddick doesn't have veteran experience, but he did just win the Xfinity Series I was just going to say, I think he's definitely getting in, right? I mean, I, he's a great driver. He's, That's... he's in RCR's equipment, but it is Daytona. Anything can happen, but on paper, yeah, I think he Hemrick made it in in, our, in that same equipment last year. It's true. Uh, so, yeah, I think Mears and Reddick we can agree on. And then you got a lot of guys like Barry Hill, uh, J.J. Yaley. He's a veteran. I don't yeah. know about J.J. Yaley, perhaps. Uh, Ryan Truex, Joey Gase, Brendan Gaughan, uh I don't know, Brendan Gaughan's made the Daytona 500 before, so maybe maybe he can get the, get it done. I don't know what team he's racing with for this race. Uh, I haven't seen that. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I'd, I'd lean towards experience. I'd go with Brendan Gaughan and perhaps um, J.J. Yaley as my two that make it in. But it is Daytona. Anything can happen. Yeah, I wouldn't argue that. Yeah. That sounds pretty good. I'm just excited that the dual races are going to be exciting. Yeah. Like, I feel like the last few years, they just kind of, they feel like just, unnecessary almost right like, yeah. it's just an excuse to wreck more race cars oh yep. okay like what's the point <laughs> i think it's but, just to sell more shit at daytona yeah and and i don't know just continue to build the hype i guess but it'll be fun uh this sunday however not just the clash is one thing that's happening this weekend but the other thing that's happening is daytona 500 pole qualifying right so one thing i've talked to some of my friends like you know who's who's your pick to win the daytona 500 pole, pole? an interesting stat i think the last the last seven years or so, I believe, a Chevy has won the pole for the Daytona 500. Ah, okay. So that's interesting. I didn't know that. I, I originally uh, I picked Chase Elliott to win the pole when I was talking to my friends. I, I think Chase Elliott will win the pole just because Hendrick seems to always have speed. But then when he said, oh, Chevy's always win, I'm like, oh, dang, I'm definitely picking Chase Elliott. Well, yeah, I was just going to say, that just <laughs> yeah. reinforces your yeah, pick. Yeah, I was like, oh, cool. Uh, man, that's a tough one. Win the pole. I, man, I'm trying to think. You know what? I actually wouldn't. 
I don't think I would argue with you on the Chase Elliott thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I would yeah. go as far to say maybe this is the year Chase Elliott wins the Daytona 500. He very well could. There's no reason for me to say he, he could. All right, so I'm picking win. him to get one or the other. How about that? Okay. I'm picking him for one <laughs> or the other, pole or race win. See, the thing is, not I, both. I expect Ford, like, you know, with the Mustang and everything like that, we don't know if it's going to be a good thing or a bad thing, especially so at first. So it's tough to pick a Ford but they still, right But they do still have the Roush Yates motors, and Roush has... That's true, and it's still, a, good it's still a restrictor plate. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. I mean, Austin Dillon won last year in a Chevy, and that was the worst Chevy yeah. year of all time. So. so you're right. It doesn't really matter. It's a restrictor plate race. Uh, I don't know. Who else do you think is going to win? I'm, I look at the Penske cars, but I also you can't rule out Stuart Haas Racing after how well they, run, they ran at Talladega last year. They basically just made a mockery of the rest of the field before them. Uh, so far... And I, I keep telling people this whenever they ask me, but I reserve the right to change my pick until <laughs> until after the clash. I was just going to say that. Yeah, once we see how people do in the clash, I do. I, I will. I'm allowed to change my pick. But right now, on what is today, February? Should I date this? So do, should people know when we're recording? Yes. This? What is uh, it? The seventh. February seventh, two thousand nineteen. My pick to win the Daytona five hundred will be Daniel Suarez. I think he wins it for Stuart Haas. Ooh. I, I think he wins it. He's got the. He's got a beautiful like pixelated looking paint scheme. All right, this is this is what I'm going with. That car should have won the Talladega race last fall until he ran out of gas in turn four. So, <laughs> That's right. And Daniel Suarez wrecked trying to make a pass for the lead at Talladega two years ago, which another is restrictor play track. So it's the track, no offense to Suarez, it sounds like I'm dissing Suarez when I say this, but it's the track that requires the least amount of driver skill and you're more reliant on the power and the car you have underneath you and I think he's got a top five car. No, that makes sense. So, I mean, it's why you pick Kyle Larson to win, you know. Everywhere else. No, yeah. <laughs> like, like there's a, yeah. Was it Homestead? Where he Home, yeah, Homestead's it. the place yeah. where he's always good. He crushes it uh, because he's just a really good driver. Mm-hmm. No, I get it. Um, like I, I already said Chase Elliott, but you know what? I'm also going to throw up another young up-and-comer that I really want to see start winning. And this is a good stage to do that, Ryan Blaney. I uh, yeah, testing. I I feel like when it comes to the race itself, that there's like I picked Eric Almirola for the clash. I think in the race scenario, I think Fords are still going to have the advantage this year, uh, and so that's why I think Pen- I think any Penske driver or any Stuart Haas driver. But why do you think is, they have the advantage rather than I, just not a disadvantage? I just think. I don't know why, but they've just been good the last time. Like in 2017, Ricky Stenhouse won two restrictor plate races with driving a Ford. Last year, uh, I know uh, Eric Almarola was leading the Daytona 500 on the final lap until uh, Austin Dillon ended up winning. You know, and then uh, Eric Almarola ended up winning Talladega. And I'm, I'm blanking yeah, on who, true. who won the other two. I know okay, Toyota won in this in the summer. Jones won the summer race, but I mean, we've seen. I think back to 20 as early as like 2012. When uh, Matt Kenseth won two of the four restrictor plate races, 2013, we had uh, David Gilliland and David Reagan finish top two in a restrictor plate race. Like, the Ford Motors, it doesn't seem to, like, that's what I mean. Front row motorsports finished first and second in a restrictor plate race. I don't think it's because they had a good car. I think it's because they had a good engine. I think they had the horsepower. And I think it's all these Fords run the similar Roush Yates engines. I don't know know exactly who owns them exactly, but it's, it's... I just think that's what matters most at this at this racetrack, and I think they. But seem even to with the restrictor plate, you think that matters as much? I it, it it doesn't seem like it should, but I guess it just it does. I don't know how they just always seem to bubble to the front. I don't know. I don't know why it is. Like 
some years Toyota looks great. I remember 2013 Toyota looked really good, uh, and on obviously 2016 Toyota had a photo finish at the Daytona 500 with uh, Hamlin and Truex. Um, so some years Toyota looks great, other years Chevy. Chevy always seems to look strong in qualifying. That's why we've seen, like I said, seven straight Chevys have won the pole for the Daytona 500. But when it comes to the race at restrictor plate tracks, Ford has had the advantage more often than not at most of the last, I don't know, several years of restrictor plate races. All right, that makes sense. I just think I just think Talladega last fall, we just basically watched the four Stuart Haas Fords dominate for 200 laps or 180 right. laps. So I have that fresh in my memory, and it makes me scared of the Fords <laughs> for, for this race. But I don't know. Maybe I'm, I might be putting my eggs in 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 what I'm putting all my eggs in one basket. And that might be a bad idea, but I don't know. Keselowski's another guy I could see coming out. Keselowski's never won the Daytona 500, right. but he has won. He's won Talladega a few yeah. times. Yeah, he won so Talladega. Yeah. I watched him. Yeah, in Talladega. He so he's he knows how to get on. I think I like your pick of Ryan Blaney. He's he would be. I think it'd be also fun for us to share who are the top three guys we want to see win the race. Yeah. Ryan Blaney would be in my top three just because I think he'd yeah, be great Chase Elliott and Ryan Blaney are right there. And then for me, it would also be Austin Dillon just because I mm-hmm. want to see him win more races. I'd put, Those are my three. Yeah, I'd probably put Daniel Suarez, Chase Elliott, and Ryan Blaney basically all for the marketability. And I like all three of those guys. I, I'd Daniel be Suarez, I just, he's, mm-hmm. oh, man, nothing about him. I'm not saying I don't like him. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't dislike him. Like I dislike Kevin Harvick, but there's <laughs> nothing about Blaney or there's nothing about uh, Suarez that makes me like want to cheer for him or like him or anything. Yeah, he's he just seems he's like a, a po- to me. he's a positive guy, but he is. I don't think he has a like. He's not like a Blaney or a Bubba Wallace in terms of like super unique and outgoing personality or something that more. And I mean, to. I get his marketability towards like the Hispanic market and mm-hmm. you know Mexico, and that's great. You know, and if there are more uh, people from Mexico want to enjoy the sport because of that. I say welcome. That's awesome. But for me, it just doesn't do it. I don't know. I, just, I think back to like we've seen like Daniel Suarez two years ago won the Xfinity Championship, and that was like eh, yeah. He impressed me. Like he wasn't the best car, best driver that year. He was probably third. Like Eric Jones was probably better than him, and I don't remember. Maybe Elliott Sather, Justin Allgaier were probably better than him as well. But he was right there with those guys, and so like he showed that year that he can be, he can be a top ten, top fifteen Cup Series driver one day. That's what I think. I don't think he's there yet. But Daytona, like I said, I think it literally is more about the car underneath you. And I think last year, at least the most recent plate track we went to, forty one was the best car with Kurt Busch. Uh, and I don't think Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino style games to choose from, you too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Driver is going to make that much of a difference at this track. I think. I mean, 
no offense, but this race a year ago we had Austin Dillon and Bubba Wallace won too. But that, but that's my argument against the car performance. I'm not saying that that means yeah. that the drivers were any better, but at the same time, Austin Dillon does not have a good car. That's true. That's true. 43 is not a good car either. I just think Daytona is such a hard track to make sense of. Like, there's you really. It's hard to look at like, oh. Well, I think the only thing that makes sense about Daytona is just right place, right time. Yeah, and so that's what Austin makes it so hard to predict. Austin Dillon won because he was in second, and Eric Alamorola was coming down to block, and it was just too late, and Austin wasn't going to move. you see a car in restricted plate races where you're like, that car is noticeably better than others. Like Dale Jr., yeah. has, we've seen it with Dale Jr. before. I remember was he, did he yeah. have a better car, though, you think? Or was he just like really good at driving restrictor plate races there's been i think it's a little bit of because both but there's been years where i look at a car and i'm like that car I, jimmy johnson i remember in 2013 i think the daytona 500 i felt the same way but like dale earnhardt was like known for being an aggressive driver pushing people around mm-hmm. you know the intimidator and i think that worked better in a plate race but you think back like dale earnhardt and dale earnhardt jr both ran similar engines back in those days so i feel like at the same time they both you know dale earnhardt i think he was great at restricted plate driving, but he also had a top three car in every single race he probably ran at, yeah. at restricted plate. Wasn't the fastest car though? I probably not. Not always. Sometimes it was. I, I just feel like again the most recent restricted plate race we saw was at uh, was at Talladega, and there's no denying that the four Stuart Haas Fords were better than everybody else. I just think the most important thing when it comes to a plate race, yeah, in my opinion, is there is a style of driving to it. Yeah. Uh, and I think certain drivers are better at plate races. And, you know, granted... No, actually, Austin Dillon's done relatively well at a few plate race, uh, few plate races. I mean, he got third at Talladega one year. Mm-hmm. So I think he actually is pretty good plate race driver. And I think what makes a good plate race driver is they're either going to win or they're going to just wreck out. Because yeah. there's a style of driving where you can't be afraid to get aggressive because you're going to be driving in close quarters a lot. And you also have to know how to avoid wrecks and getting out of the way to I think, stay alive. I think that's a good point because you look at the last couple of years, some of the most uh, successful – or you look at the last few years, some of the most successful restricted play drivers, Dale Hart Jr., Ricky Stenhouse Jr., uh, Jamie McMurray. Those are all drivers that – I mean I've seen Jr. spin out on his own at Talladega and Daytona before like in recent years. Like, But he was always going for it and that's why he won a lot of races at those tracks. Uh, Ricky Stenhouse – Won two restricted play races in 2017, but last year in the Daytona July race, he caused a couple pretty big wrecks. Right. So he's going for it. Jamie McMurray's got in trouble for the same type of stuff, you know? So, like, I don't yeah, think. I think it's a good point. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't think Kyle Larson is necessarily a restrictor plate driver. He's an amazing driver. Mm, yeah, but no, I think no. he's an amazing driver because he knows how to work tracks, you know, knows to go high and low on certain tracks. With, with a restrictor plate, I don't think that matters quite as much. I think it matters more about not being afraid to be, mm-hmm. you know, bunched up in a group, being aggressive, and also avoiding the wrecks quickly. I think at a lot of typical NASCAR tracks, it, I think you said it kind of there, like the best drivers are good at working the track. Whereas at Talladega and Daytona, it's about working the traffic. Yeah. It's about maneuvering yes. between yeah. cars, yeah. picking the right that's line. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yes. I think, yeah. And I think that's yeah. I think that's just a good way to sum it up right there. And and it's just – if you had to look at all the drivers in NASCAR, all the Cup Series drivers, are there any – is there any single one that stands out to you as like he is the best – Like Dale Earnhardt. Driver? Like the way Dale today. Earnhardt or yeah, Dale Jr. everybody. Mr. Yeah. Plate Race. Is there anyone um, out there? And I just don't really feel like there is. That's and that's true. why I feel like it's a very level playing field. And I feel like you could throw a, a, a dart at yeah. the dartboard and just see what number it hits, you know, and see what, yeah. see what happens. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going with Suarez again. 
haven't seen any cars on track yet. All I thought, all I'm thinking is, hey, the Fords were really good last time we were here. Of the four, I mean, obviously, like Kevin Harvick's also got a Ford. <laughs> like I said, he's really good. So you know, right. why would why wouldn't he win? I'm obviously I'm going with a little bit of wishful thinking, putting right. I think cars out there. I think anybody that yeah. throws out Kevin Harvick, Kyle Busch, that's fine. Yeah, you have a probably more likely of a chance. Yeah. I'm trying not to throw their names. Yeah, out. I want to go with somebody who I think would be more. Uh, I mean, our two predictions. You saying uh, who? Who do you say? You said Brian Blaney. You think is your Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott, and then if yeah. I, I would like to see Austin Dillon. Uh-huh. I think Austin Dillon is not bad. He he has a chance. Like I said, he's done well on some plate races. Mm-hmm. Uh, he won it last year. I mean, yeah. Isn't um, so he's done well in play races, but I think Chase Elliott or Ryan Blaney. Yeah. I'd like to see any of them win. Honestly, I'd even like to see Jimmy Johnson win. That'd be so that'd cool. That'd just be fun. Especially if he, like, retired after this year or something. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Like, the end and he, like, wins Daytona. Now, even if he retired, he'd come back next year for Daytona. Yeah. That's how they always do it. Yeah. That's, Danica, that's, yeah, you know. Danica did it that way. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then didn't she wreck out, too? Yeah, she did wreck last year. <laughs> so, it was that, so perfect for her to end last, her career, though. That, You're well, like, it was sad because she wrecked in Daytona, and then a few months later, she wrecked in Indy. <laughs> yeah. It, it really it's perfect. It sums up her career. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah. I'm, I saw that you mentioned, um, oh, man, I'm spacing on her name. On Twitter, you brought it up. Haley Deegan. Yes, Deegan. Oh yeah, we want to talk about her in this episode. <laughs> no, we'll wrap it up here in just a minute. But I did see that you brought that up, and I kind of wanted to talk to you about it real quick. Uh-huh. That you said she would um, be in Truex's car. Uh, yeah, my my early prediction. I don't have any real basis for this. My prediction is that Haley Deegan will be uh, in the Cup Series in 2022 in the 19 car for Joe Gibbs Racing. I say that because Truex is, I think, 38 right now. So at that point, yeah, he'll so be he'll 41. Be- uh, but my other thing is like Haley Deegan, she's not she hasn't been in a, a in a national touring NASCAR race yet. She hasn't been in the Trucks or Xfinity series yet. Uh, but she's gonna run K N this year. Yep. She ran K N last year and won a race. You know they yep. only run like fifteen races and she was top five in most of them. Won a race. Uh, that was a big deal. Uh, a lot of hype behind her. I think too much hype. So I'm not saying I want her to be in NASCAR in 2022. I'm saying I just think she will. I think that's the trend NASCAR is going. At. She's 17 right now. She'd be 20, almost 21 when that happens. Uh, that's yeah, about Joey the same Logano. age. That's later than Logano got into NASCAR. That's about the same time. Yeah. Elliott, Jones, Byron. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Um, so that and Larson even. So that's why I think it's possible. She, you also just look at the funding she has. And uh, that's what I was gonna say. I think I responded mm-hmm. to your tweet saying yeah. that, like, you know, every team is well aware of the money that Danica Patrick brought in, yeah. regardless of how she did on the track. And now you have, she never yeah. did good on the track. Well. No, yeah. And she was one of the most, you know, financially successful drivers of the time, competing yeah. with Jeff Gordon, Jimmy Johnson, mm-hmm. uh, Tony Stewart. You know, top dogs. She did she ever win a race? No, she had a Daytona 500 pole. Yeah, so and I mean, it. <laughs> but look at how much money she brought in. So yeah. I definitely agree with you. She will be driving very soon because of marketability alone, and every mm-hmm. team knows how much they're going to make off her. You know, I'm not trying to sound weird, but she's a pretty girl. Yeah, she's, and you know, mm-hmm. so it's the same it's, stuff it's that drew happen. people to Danica. But I think Haley Deegan's Haley Deegan comes from a stock car background, so I just think it instead of she's open set wheel. up to do well. Instead of the open wheel that yeah, Danica exactly. came from, that's yeah. true. That's a good point. It's a different background. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I, I just I I, I have heard counter arguments since I made that tweet, which I got a decent amount of buzz. Apparently, uh, I have heard counter arguments from people saying like, "Well, her dad is a major uh, a major part of of her career. He's almost like her manager." And he said before that, yeah, because he's a professional motor yeah uh, that, I mean, dirt bike that whole family's 
big in motorsports across. I don't know what her mom is. Just NASCAR, maybe. I'm. I don't honestly. Her mom looks like a mom. I don't know about her mom. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Have you ever seen her? (laughs) Uh, I actually don't know if I have. Yeah, she looks like a mom. All right. (laughs) Yeah. No. But so I've heard that he said before that he doesn't want to rush Haley Deegan. That she's not gonna. Cool. I think I don't remember. That sounds like a good dad. Actually, that he said like good for him. And another good point was it's like she doesn't need the money like a guy like Eric Jones William Byron Chase Elliott well maybe not Chase Elliott but William Byron Eric Jones <laughs> I was like, they yeah. don't come from like I mean they probably have wealthy enough families but they don't come from a family that's just like took whatever opportunity they got first yeah, well, you look at like they... Haley Deegan comes from a racing family like they're like we just like to race we have money and they, she's not like they're like hey we need Haley Deegan to get in the cup series so she can get her like million she just did it for fun because yeah, like family so does it's, that. it's not like they're in a rush like oh man she's going to lose her value in five years if we don't get in the cup series right now uh, so that's a good point. It's a good point. It's a good I like argument. That. Yeah. Uh, but I just, I just feel like at that point, I don't know. She's she'll have a year this year in the K N series. Maybe we'll make I mean, a truck her, start I mean, here. Her or dad there. says that now. Yeah. I don't want to rush her. But how far in the future are you talking? I'm talking three, this, four it'd years. It'd be three years, which means she'd have. A, I'm thinking she has a year in K N. Yeah. Next year, in I trucks, don't think that's necessary. And, another, and then a year in Xfinity. You know, it's just like that's a one and one one. That's what like Jones did. That's what uh, Byron yeah. did. It's like it's not like you're saying next year. You're saying in three years. Three years. It's possibility. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but we'll see. That's I thought my, that was just an interesting point. I just and wanted I did to get a, bring it up. Yeah, I just wanted to get a conversation started about that, which I don't know. What, I mean, she seems like a cool girl, like. I, I think hopefully she does good. I think she'll be good. I, I'm not ready to say, oh yeah, future Cup Series champion. Like you look no. at some guys. Like I look at like Kyle Larson when he was in the Xfinity Series. I looked at Eric Jones, Chase Elliott. I kind of look at Christopher Bell right now. I'm like, probably, yeah. probably going to win a championship. Yeah, that's point. how I feel about probably going to yeah. win a championship. Uh, Haley Deegan. I'm not ready to say that yet. But mm-hmm. maybe, maybe we don't know yet. But I, I'm not ready to say that just yet. Some people are, and that's why I say like, we'll pump the brakes. Like she's she's 17 and right. she has a K and N series race. There's a lot of drivers who that win a K and N race and don't go anywhere. So right. I don't mean to like. I just don't want to. I don't want to hype her up too much because right. I think that was the issue with Danica. She got all this hype, and since she never lived up to it, I think she's left a bad taste. Did she taste. ever win in Indy? Uh, she had one win in Indy, I think, in like '07. Uh, or something like that. But the problem is she she got into NASCAR with all this hype and never Not lived to up to the it. the open wheel so much different than stock. Yeah. I mean, championship open wheel drivers cannot go to stock car. Yeah, you look at Juan Pablo Montoya, comes to NASCAR, right. he wins like two races in like seven years, and then he immediately goes back to IndyCar and wins the Indianapolis Exactly. <laughs> it's just different. It's different, Not yeah. trying to knock one sport or the no. other, but totally different styles of racing. It's not easy to mm. transition. And I think you made a really good point that she comes from a stock car background. Hey, so yeah. she, there, that is totally different than Danica yeah, I, coming I, up in open wheel. Like Haley Deegan, I don't know if she's ever going to win a cup championship, but I am I will say I'm confident she'll have a better cup career than uh, Danica Patrick did. Well, it sounds like, especially with her dad, too, he's got her on the right path if he's saying, I don't want to rush her. That's really smart. Because mm-hmm. you look at, like, uh, there's another uh, woman driver, um, Natalie Decker. She was yeah. in the Arca Series last year. She had won, she won the pole for the Daytona race, which is the one race that everyone watches in the Arca Series. And, uh, and I don't think she. I don't know if she didn't finish well. She maybe had a top ten, but she didn't win the race or anything. She hasn't doesn't have any ARCA wins, uh, but she's gonna race be racing trucks this year. So it's like part time. She's gonna well, have a few truck that, starts, and that's like that's rushed. Like she's not ready for that. Is that she's, who I think it is? No, I'm thinking of. Um, she's like 20, blonde. Who's Dale Jr.'s niece? Oh, uh, and she just won Carson Ellis. She won. Her, she won she the Chili well. Bowl. One of the Chili Bowl. Yeah, she races. won one of her heats in the Chili Bowl, and it sounded like she was gonna go pretty far. She Dude, people are like hyping her up now too. I've been seeing. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how old she is. I think she's like. 17 or 18 also uh, yeah. but who knows I mean you see more and more drivers coming from dirt backgrounds these days like Larson Bell seriously so uh, yeah. it's becoming a thing it, which is why I want to go very trendy. Yeah. right and I mean I am i don't care if you're a guy or a girl like 
if you seem like a good person, I'm going to want you to do well. If you mm-hmm. seem like a good driver, I'm going to be interested in your yeah, career. Yeah. If you seem like a douchebag, I'll I'm probably going to hate interested. you. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I'll be more interested, just hate you. Yeah, yeah. Because I love following people I hate. <laughs> uh, I know Kevin Harvick's career probably more than I should. Um, <laughs> but either way, no, it's cool. I, you know, There's some really cool uh, girls coming up in the sport right now that actually seem... Like really good drivers, uh, you know, and their whole life is stock car yeah. racing. So that's cool to see. And that's the last thing I want to say is that's the thing is I feel like uh, with Danica Patrick struggling the way she did despite all the hype, it left a, a bad taste and I think a lot of yeah. NASCAR fans' yeah. mouths. I feel like now everyone's a little more skeptical about the next like women driver to come into the cup. See, I, I actually and I just disagree. hope that they don't. I, I hope I, hope I disagree because if it. you look at these girls that yeah. we just listed, mm-hmm. you look at their social media followings and it's more than some Cup Series drivers. Yeah, well, yeah, and I think. People, I agree. There's a bad taste in their mouth from Danica, mm-hmm. but I think they want to wash it out with another woman to prove to not only themselves but everybody else, like, hey, girls can be just as good in this series. I'm not sexist for thinking that Danica was bad. <laughs> yeah. Let me prove to you I'm not sexist by cheering for this <laughs> other girl that's actually good. Yeah, it's gonna be their their mindset. That's how I feel sometimes because they're like, yeah. oh, you just hate Danica because she's a woman. If it's a not if it's a non NASCAR fan, yeah, they don't understand. Yeah, and you're like, I can't explain to you why. <laughs> I hate her unless you're a NASCAR fan you understand yeah but if there was like a girl that came up that was really good that I could get behind I'd be like see I, I, <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's gonna be a big issue for someone like Haley Deegan because I right. think they're gonna get like, more hype even Danica well, even Danica as polarizing as she was yeah you're right she was one of the most popular drivers in the sport yeah. she was maybe second or third behind Junior biggest money maker at least yeah and so that. it was like so I, yeah I think Haley Deegan will have a lot of supporters I just hope that some of the the like Patrick had a lot of like a lot of people who liked her, but she also had a lot of very vocal haters. I would say the only person who maybe had more was Kyle Busch, yeah. and I don't think Haley Deegan's going to have that as much because I think people are smart enough to understand her background more right. and know that she's not just no oh, a pretty face that's coming to NASCAR for the money. Like she's actually trained to do this her whole life. Right. Versus Danica, who was more specialized in other forms of racing, and it was really never going to work in NASCAR. So I hope people. I think people are going to be smart enough to realize that. But I. Just, I want to make sure they are. I want to make sure people. Well, are. I think the only way that that would happen is if NASCAR over publicized. See, her. that will be the and thing. that that does get annoying because you know I like Bubba Wallace as mm-hmm. a guy. I listen, you know, to the podcast with Ryan Blaney. He seems no. like a really cool guy, and I like him in the sport. But it mm-hmm. does get a little annoying when NASCAR really tries to shove it in your face. Yeah, like hey, look at Bubba Wallace, first African American driver. I'm yeah. like, look, I get it, but why does that matter? If he's a good driver, he's a good driver. Uh-huh. I like him regardless. It's just it's hard. If it, it'd so be a it lot easier, it'd be a lot easier. I agree with you. It'd be a lot easier to hype these guys up if Bubba Wallace was finishing top ten, top five. I know, right? Unfortunately, I want him to do well. He was 28th in points last but it, year. But yeah, exactly. It's like you got to look back, and it, come, mm-hmm. it comes to the Danica thing where it's like pump the brakes let's hype up the people that are deserving it Mm -hmm. right now and nothing against Bubba you know I'm not saying we should stop hyping him up but at a certain point it's going to become annoying if he doesn't start winning yeah and you know that's the only issue that could happen in the future with other women drivers and that's the one thing like Haley Deegan won that K&N race and I know it's a big deal but she was on like the Today Show yes she was on national television after that and I'm like that race wasn't even nationally televised. <laughs> right, because real race fans understand. They're like, calm yeah. down. It's like, yeah, it's... They're trying mm-hmm. to, like, shove it in uh, the face of non-race fans to be like, look how great our community is. The mm-hmm. racing community is inclusive. But race fans like, get annoyed by that because they're like, that's kind of making, it's you know, degrading me as it's a race true. fan. Yeah. Uh, because you are you think that, you know, maybe my culture doesn't view certain people 
Yeah, you're you like, you, you like you, the idea that you have to hype up this. It's her. it's insulting. It's like I've been a race fan. I've been sitting here the whole time uh-huh. watching everybody. If I saw her win, I'd cheer for her the same as anybody else. Mm-hmm. Why are you trying to sh- tell everybody else that I'm not a sexist all of a sudden? Yeah, yeah I, I get what you're saying. Like, did you already that think off. that of me? And uh-huh. I think that's the whole. That's the only issue is them trying to overhype it. I don't think it's the fans at all. I yeah. think they'll re- you know respect whoever is good. I think you're right. Yeah, I, I just—it's not the '50s anymore. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I get that we still have problems, but I just don't think we live in that kind of world. Uh huh. It's just—it is at the end of the day. Yeah. No, I and think, if I you think ever go to a NASCAR race, it's the nicest people in the world. Oh yeah, yeah. No, they I mean, are actually yeah. of any sport of I've ever been to. They are the best fans. At the yeah, no, I, I think at I would any agree, race honestly. they are so fun. Everybody's mm-hmm. nice. Even if you got a shirt on, you'll see a Kyle Busch shirt next to a Joey Logano shirt. They'll talk shit to each other, but at the same time, buy one another a beer if yeah. they're out. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great people. Yeah, no, I've, I've, gotten to talk to a lot of people at NASCAR. Yeah. and there's like, like I'll go to tons of baseball games, tons of basketball games, even. Ugh. And people and fans throw shit at each other. Fans don't want to talk to each other. Yeah, like, I go to a NASCAR race, and like people just strike up conversations. You go to an cool. Astros game, and there's like a Yankees fan that wants to fight people, and you're like, <laughs> why, dude? Stop being a douche. Yeah, yeah. We're just here to enjoy the game. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, NASCAR is. Got some of the greatest fans. It does. Any sport of I've, I've seen. And not to change the subject again, but going to a live NASCAR race is There's nothing unmatched. Like it. Yeah. It's, That's when it, I became a diehard mm-hmm. fan. When I went to Talladega for the first time, yeah. I was like, okay, I'm not just a, yeah. you know, like one, once or twice a I season. Was, I'm really thankful that my dad took me to a, a NASCAR race. Like, I, I got into racing probably tail end of 04, early 05. Yeah. And I, I went to a race in uh, November of 2005 at Texas. And I'm glad I did because I worry if I hadn't gone to that race, I might have – I don't remember how interested I really was in the sport. I think I was pretty interested, but I might have faded away. I might not have been as interested right, after a while. Right. teetered off. But going to that race and seeing it in person really changed my perspective every time I watched it on TV. So that was that was awesome. That was cool. Yeah. Well, I think that's a good place to wrap yeah, it up. on a positive note. On a positive yeah. note. Go. Good for you, NASCAR fan base. <laughs> we think you're the best. I mean, this podcast used to be strictly about college football. Yeah. And I have decided to switch it strictly <laughs> to NASCAR. Uh, one of the reasons because of the fan base. I love this fan base and I love mm-hmm. the sport. And mm-hmm. I love having these talks with Eric. So hopefully he comes yeah. back. Oh, for sure. Now, unless you do want to change it back to a college football podcast, in which case I have very little to offer. <laughs> no, so. no. Definitely uh, definitely sticking to NASCAR from here on out. Cool. So I'm definitely going to want to have you back. Eventually, mm-hmm. I'm going to get on your YouTube thing with you. Oh, Whether yeah. it's your channel or the thing you do with your We'll friends. try to hook that up uh, in March. We're li- working on a schedule. We got like we got Alan Bestwick on our show. I, I want to do I it. I to talk to some would, cool people. It lately. would be fun. Uh, but you would by far be the best guest of all of them. Ooh. Ooh. You hear that? Like We get big names on sometimes. Big names. Like had like who do we have last? we had brandon mcreynolds on the other day who's nice. the son of larry mcreynolds you know and he was great but you know like i the big names they don't always you know, they're not the best conversation that's usually. true they're just kind of there for whatever so yeah we'll get we'll have to have you on, on that also uh, i'm gonna get you i'll show you the shirt later i'm gonna get you a chair gate and podcast nascar shirt oh my gosh and i'm gonna want you to wear that on one of your videos i will oh my okay goodness. i was okay. gonna order it for you uh before you got here but it said like 10 days 10 business days so it wasn't gonna get here so I'm gonna show you the shirt in case, because what in case you're like, dude, this is stupid. I'm not wearing this on the show. Um, so hopefully uh, we can get that figured out. Mm-hmm. But more things in the future. Yeah, yeah. Going on. I'm gonna do these weekly, even if it's by myself. Um, they'll be shorter. You know, I'll just recap races essentially. Yeah. And then yeah, we'll just do small stuff. If we go to races together, you know, I'll post some stuff from mm-hmm. the race. Uh, so hope everybody enjoys this. Like I said, we're gonna get more in depth later. And uh, thanks for coming by, Eric. Yeah, thanks for having me. Really uh, fun time. And looking forward to having uh, 
you appear hopefully on a, on my channel sometime yeah, soon. Yeah, yeah, and looking for World of Outlaws. Oh yeah, so that's and, gonna be. And great. if we do that, like when we go there, I'm gonna try to film it. So we'll I was thinking a, of doing something like that yeah. too, like a little live thing, even yeah. if it's just like a Periscope or Instagram. Well, I was, I'll probably like do like a full on. I don't do vlogs very often, at least not traditional but like for, travel vlogs. Yeah. But that would be fun because oh was, yeah, if I had a YouTube channel, I yeah. would upload. It. I think I need to ask people. I need to make sure I know how to what to look for at a dirt race. I've never been, so I'm, I'm gonna have to survey the crowd. I went to one, but it was late model. Mm-hmm. And it was at Talladega. At, actually, oh, they, at the dirt track there. Actually, there's a movie coming out uh-huh. um, with John Travolta. About what? About about, about late Lost model? About no, late oh. model dirt track. Because World really? Outlaws is just sprint, right? Yeah, it's just sprint cars. No, these are late model. Um, with John Travolta. What with John Travolta. <laughs> yeah, and a couple other big name actors. Oh, um, I have it right here. It is called. Trading paint, trading right, paint. Well, there you go. One of the girls, one of the actors in it, was like, hit me up on Instagram about it. It's, it seems like a cool <laughs> movie. It's filmed at the Talladega Dirt Track. Well, there you go. Oh, now I'm excited. I know. So we got to get more into dirt racing. <laughs> All right. Anyway, now we're just talking. Yeah. So we're wrapping this up. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, take care. Diablo mean? It's like, you know, it's like Spanish for like a fighting chicken. That's awesome, I know. With the claws. With the claws. That's... And the beak. What do you think of that? You just sometimes things click. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.